0: Some Walters and, and I'm Lyle Southwell and we are the breakfast show and we are continuing into our section with Encounter with God. But and before we do that, we have another clue for the quiz. And we that, do indeed. And that clue is: I played the harp to relieve King Saul of an evil spirit. Oh, who did that? It's a
1: pretty, pretty nice guy He's looking out for his buddies. It does show the power of good music, though. <sighs>
0: Isn't that the truth? Good music
1: drives out demons. That's got to be a positive. um, Sounds like a bumper sticker. (laughs) Yeah, indeed. Indeed. (laughs) Good music drives out demons.
0: That's that that could be a cool band name or a cool song name from a band that's about doing good stuff. But, anyways, uh, we are. Oh, before we, of course, before we get into our encounter with God, we just need to talk about the fact that um, right after this show finishes. Uh, myself and Shell Southwell, we're going to be moving this entire studio up to Raymond Terrace. Everything gets
1: packed up, everything gets carted away.
0: Yep, and we're moving it up there to uh, broadco- broadcast the show from there Um, because me and Lyle are going to be preaching a series of meetings up there called The Prophetic Code.
1: We are indeed. We will be presenting The Prophetic Code live in Raymond Terrace. Mm. And, uh, and it will be broadcast here on Faith FM. I think the first week's going to be... Uh, New South Wales, North New South Wales, uh, and then the second week, of course, will be, uh, and the rest of the program will be nationwide. Wow, that's awesome.
0: Yeah. So, if you want to listen to those programs, of course, they'll be starting at uh, 6 p.m., but then we're going to be hosting the breakfast show every morning out
1: of, uh, out of Raymond Terrace Mission Church. and A lot of people have been asking me about the prophetic code because this is a series of uh, Bible studies that I put together. There's uh, 21 studies in the series. A lot of people have been asking about it. A lot of people have uh, done it through the uh, Discovery Centre mm-hmm. um, where you can do the full course for free. And, of course, this will be an opportunity to be actual, actually be able to go to uh, one that is uh, presented by you and myself, the yeah. two of us. So come along and um, meet the presenters from Faith FM and do Prophetic Code at the same time, and you can get your – uh, your free copy of Prophetic Code when you get this. it mm. be super exciting. So,
0: yeah, come along, please. We would love you to. Of course, there's going to be free food, a kids program, like everything you could possibly need to uh, spend a Friday, Saturday, or Tuesday night somewhere.
1: We have it. We got you covered. And I understand that your juice bar. That is attached to the Raymond Terrace, uh, church. There is opening tomorrow. Is that right?
0: Yeah. Well, that's, that's, uh, that's the plan, uh, that they're trying to, they're trying to, they're gonna try and open it tomorrow. It's a grand
1: opening. Maybe we should go along and do radio for oh, the opening.
0: Yes. 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 Let's just do it. Let's <laughs> just, let's just do it. Oh, it's, so good. I'm so keen. We, uh, we got to do a little juice bar test on Saturday night for a, for a little church event we we're running and the people loved it and the juices were amazing. I personally, I was in the juice bar whipping some juice together and I had like a bandana. You know how you have to have like a hairnet? Yes. I had like a bandana. I look like one of those like teppanyaki chefs. You know the ones that like throw the food around at you and stuff? Have you ever experienced that, Lyle? No, I'm not this- that- Oh, it is the most epic thing ever. They like cook food on a grill in front of you and then they pick it up on like the spatula and throw it at you and you catch it in your mouth
1: yeah see when i go to a restaurant i usually go to a drive-thru so <laughs>
0: <laughs> classic like yeah let's go out for dinner
1: <laughs> drive-thru, <laughs> drive-thru. <laughs> let's sit in the car <laughs> let's sit in the car and eat matches. <laughs> what a classic if you take your wife for a date and it's drive through. you might be a bogan. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> <What> a- <laughs> That's awesome. You just might be a bogan. Uh, anyway, um, okay, so lots of exciting things happening yeah. over there at the Raymond Terrace Mission. So if you are in the Newcastle area, if you are in the uh, Port Stephens area, if you are in the Lower Hunter, uh, then definitely turn up tomorrow uh, both for the opening of the juice, juice bar followed by Prophetic Code. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'll be, be blessed. Good All work. right. Bible study. Mark 13, verse 7. you can going <laughs> give me that Bible. Okay. Pass, passing loss in the Bible right now. Mark chapter 13. Actually, let's go to Mark, Matthew chapter 5 and verse 9. We'll start in Matthew 5 and verse 9. Oof. Yep. We're going to start here. And uh, we're going to see if uh, the Bible gives us a way of winning, the, winning a Nobel Prize. Oh, okay.
0: Yep. Go for it, Lawson. The Bible says, God blesses those who work for peace, for they will be called the children of God.
1: Okay. Does the Bible give you a way of winning a Nobel
0: Prize? Well, not necessarily. Well, it gives you salvation, you know, when you get to be called the children probably, of God. Probably, pretty-
1: probably better than winning a Nobel Prize. <laughs> but it does uh, strive for peace, which is something that the Nobel Prize is aiming for. So, Yes, yeah, so you have a Nobel Peace Prize. You have a bunch of different Nobel Prizes out there, but <coughs> Nobel Peace Prize is one of them. Mm. And they're often given to people for, you know, political reasons, mm. um, but always, you know, with the hope that it will promote peace. <laughs> if not uh, recognize somebody who has brought a level of peace. And so, yeah, we got this passage here. The Bible says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Mm. All right. How practical is that? How real is that? Are we dealing with something that is uh, reality in the kind of world that we live in? Can you be a peacemaker in this world? I believe that you can. Like,
0: it's it's... It's difficult, but all things are possible. To what level of success? I, I think uh, you know you have the ability to affect your circle of influence, the people around you. And I think peace starts off on an individual level. I think people try and make too many decisions from like too high up that a group of people should do this or a group of people should do that. Whereas it starts with you. It's like you make the decision. Hey. I want to be a peacemaker, and you deal with your own personal situation and your day-to-day life uh, accordingly. Actually, you have an interesting story on. Wednesday night I believe no Tuesday night I was driving home and uh, a tree had fallen across the I live on the esplanade in Warners Bay and a tree had fallen across like this is a four-lane road and a tree had fallen across like three lanes oh that's a
1: decent-sized tree yeah it was
0: huge and so like it was just chaos and there was a couple people who got out of their car and they were like waving only
1: just fallen it just
0: fallen Actually, no, what happened was I had driven past where the tree had fallen. There's like a there's like a medium strip in the middle. So, I have to do a Yui to get back to my house. I'd gone up into my house and looked across and the tree had fallen down. So, literally, I'd passed under the tree no more than 30 seconds after, like, before it'd fall down but before it had fallen down. <laughs> so you
1: got something to be thankful yes, for. Yes, I'm money. like
0: super thankful for that. A tree didn't land on you or anybody else? Did anyone else? No, know? no, no. It didn't land on anyone else um, wow. except some guys just like the the dudes who were who had gotten out of the cars and were waving people through. They'd kind of like, uh, they'd slammed the brakes. It would fallen down in front of them and they'd slammed the brakes and like just nicked it, but they were like, all the cars are good. Everyone was all good. <laughs> but you could see those guys had gotten out of their car and they had just come from a from a... From a secular twenty-first birthday party, so they were, uh, you know, a little bit inebriated, and there was a little bit of stress and tension among them trying to get the cars stopped, and the cars wouldn't see them, and there was like some real near, like close calls where cars like slamming on the brakes and stuff, and because um, it's just, a bit fast around there too. Oh, isn't it? it's it's like a sixty k zone, but you're going around a corner, yeah. So it's it like feels fast. It feels fast, and um, you know, I had to jump out of like I I, I uh, went down and i was like oh do you guys need anything or whatever and, and you could just see uh, those stress and tension well they had called the fireys already and um the, the fire brigade were on their way but then i just i went up into my house and i got to them some like i have some like security guard grade torches like the big heavy ones that you whack people with when you're oh, angry yeah. uh-huh. and uh, um yep. come down and given each one of them one of those and it was like hey is there anything you need are we all good and they're like oh no nah, thanks um you know, thanks, thanks for, uh, thanks for giving us these and, and just tried to promote and provide that kind of environment of peace. Cause you could see that there was tension there. They yep. were like, people were freaking out. It's like, hey, you got these lights. Yeah, I'm just up the road. If you guys need anything, they were like, oh, thanks. Like, thanks for your help. And, and so, um, and then they came and they returned the um, they returned the flashlights to me. I Actually, gave them a flyer for our series. So hopefully, yes, ho- hopefully, see them, hopefully see them there. Um, but, but yeah, it's just an experience that you have where, on an individual level, I decided to be a peacemaker in that situation, and it provided peace to those who are who are stressed and who are struggling. You know, um, I think that's what we need to strive to do. It's yes, just be peacemakers in and of ourselves.
1: Absolutely. We do indeed. How long did it take them to get clear the uh, road?
0: Oh, the fire brigade was there like pretty quick, like within, within five to 10 minutes after
1: that. And nobody there in any of those houses had a chainsaw. You don't have a chainsaw? Oh, I probably did have a
0: chainsaw, but this tree was huge. Like this was a tree, man. Like it was, (laughs) it was big. Like it was, so it was lengthwise, it was covering like three lanes of this four lane road, but widthwise, like it was easily a car length
1: wide. Like, it was a oh, big Oh, okay, tree. okay so it had a big trunk That's a big, heavy yeah, trunk
0: Yeah, like, with all with all the leaves and everything yeah, It was, yeah, like, yeah, a yeah. car length wide So, it was yeah. a huge, big tree And yep. so, they didn't have the ability to just, like, whip out the chainsaw And, you yep. know yep. <laughs> You're listening to Faith FM
2: Positively different radio
1: all right, so you had a bit of practice at being a peacemaker yesterday, <laughs> yeah. and I think that this is what we need to do is we need to look at our circle of influence. We need to find out who is it that is within our circle of influence. We begin by being a peacemaker there, and if you know God gives us the opportunity to be a peacemaker at an international level, then, hey, praise God. Yeah. You know, some people definitely get that opportunity. We should grab it with both hands and figure out a way of bringing about peace. Mm. Peace is something we should Always be striving for as followers of God. Let's go to Mark chapter 13 now and verse 7. Mark 13 and verse 7. And I want you to find out, uh, you know, what does the Bible say for us here? Ultimately, how successful can we be at being peacemakers? Mm. The Bible says here in Mark
0: 13 and verse 7, and you will hear of wars and threats of wars, but don't panic. Yes, these things must take place, but the end will follow immediate. But the end won't follow immediately.
1: All right. So, wars and rumours of wars. Um, but you know, the end has not come yet. Ultimately, how successful will we be at being peacemakers here on this earth?
0: I think till the end of time, like not very. It just It's just kind of like <laughs> wars and rumors of wars, you know. Yep. It's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> should,
1: we then, should we then just give up and not do anything about it because yeah. uh, it's like, well, there's going to be wars, there's going to be rumors of wars. Uh, these things are a sign that Jesus is coming back soon. It's a good thing that Jesus is coming back soon. If we stop the wars and rumors of wars, then Jesus won't be coming back soon. So, let's stop them um, and let's not do anything about it. So it's is like the... let's
0: let's feed the fire of wars and rumors of wars so Jesus comes back soon.
1: Yeah, yeah. Is that the what? attitude we should take?
0: Oh, just definitely not.
1: <laughs> That's a terrible <laughs> idea. Out of terrible ideas, that one ranks as ranks as number one of
0: terrible ideas, right? Yeah. Well, think about this. How ready is so you know is someone for Jesus's second coming? You know, to to go to heaven where it's com- completely peaceful and completely you know sin free. How ready is someone for that if they're you know, actively engaged in spreading wars and rumors of wars and armed conflict, etc. You know, it's mm-hmm. you know, We have a we have a job to do here, and I, that's why I believe so much that corporately in this world we're dying and things are falling apart. But on an in, individual level, people probation hasn't closed. People have the opportunity to be saved,
1: and this is all a sign that Jesus is coming back soon. Mm. You know, when we see this, this these kinds of things happening, we need to uh, take courage that Jesus is coming back soon, and in our circle of influence, we should always strive. Mm. Mm. To bring about peace. Go to First Thessalonians chapter 5. Let's have the first three verses of oh, First Thessalonians yes. chapter 5 because once again, this is a passage that is talking about our day, talking about the end of time, and it's very significant what it says right here. First three verses, please. So it says, now concerning how and when all this
0: will happen, dear brothers and sisters, we don't really need to write to you. For you know quite well that the day of the Lord's return will come unexpectedly like a thief in the night. When the people are saying everything is peaceful and secure, then disaster will fall on them as suddenly as a pregnant woman's labor pains, and there will be no escape. But, oh yes, that's three verses right I thought thought
1: you'd made it the end of verse three. Yeah. Okay, there's a couple of significant things here. Let me read this uh, from my translation. Uh, The Bible says, and my Bible is not turning to it as quickly as I wanted it to, but here we go. But at the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I write to you. Yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord will come Mm. as a thief in the night. For when they say, or when they're talking a lot about peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them. The principle here is that at the end of time, a lot of people will be talking about peace and safety. Mm while they're talking about peace and safety, peace and safety will not actually be something that is taking place. Mm-hmm. It's not actually happening. Yeah, It's not actually a reality. Mm-hmm. And so, once again, this is what we see taking place in our world. We see a lot of people talking about peace, stressing over peace, trying to find a solution for peace. You know, the Middle East has always been a powder keg and it just continues to be a powder keg wherever, whenever you... Uh, drop a spark in it, it just explodes. Yeah. And it could explode again at any time for those places where it's not currently exploding. It just sort of – the explosion just seems to move from one area to another. You've got uh, bombings in – Uh, Saudi Arabia, you've got Yemen that is melting down, you've got Syria which has been wrecked and destroyed, Mm. you've got Israel which is looking at annexing uh, parts of the West Bank, you know, Jericho and so forth, Mm. we could just, we could, you know, Egypt is just a mess, you go from Mm. one country to another through that whole region. And you sort of despair. It's like, how are we ever going to find peace? How are you ever going to find a solution to this? You know, the whole uh, Israel, West Bank, Gaza Strip scenario has been around now for, what, 40, 50 years Mm. as a disaster, and there is no solution in sight yet Mm. yet. this is our world. This is the world in which we live, and it's just sort of like, where is war going to break out next? And that's not to count the multitude of other war- minor wars that are taking place mm. in many different parts of uh, the world right now. And yet, the world is talking about peace and security. Yeah, everybody wants peace. Everybody wants security. And mm, everyone puts stock
0: into the fact that, oh, you know, World War Two was in the in the nineteen forties. Like, we're well past that now. Where, um you know we're striving for peace and safety and we've put a bunch of initiatives in and we've created the UN and all these different things but you know you you actually go to some of the uh, the the people who are doing research on this kind of thing for example the uh, the global peace index which is a study that uh, a study that gets posted annually that rates every single country in the world's peacefulness and it's over the last 11 years that the global peace index has been releasing annually um, there is, We can see even now a decline in peace around our world, um, even in the most peaceful nations in, in North America and in, in, uh, in South North America
1: is just riddled with violence yeah. at the moment. You know, it's like every time we go to report on the news, it's like, what was the latest mass killing in the United States? Mm. So we're seeing like that
0: even in this time where, you know, I think uh, our intellectualness is uh, kind of saying to us that, oh, yeah, we're past all that because we're, we're so intellectual now, we're so smart. Civilized. We're, we're so, so much civilized. civilized. But we are still heading down that direction and still there's no peace. There's no peace. Okay, so let's go to Second
1: uh, Corinthians chapter 5, verse 18 through 21. So that's Second Corinthians chapter 5. Verse eighteen to twenty one. We're going to look at Jesus. We're going to find out, you know, was Jesus a peacemaker? So, so before we read this, let me ask you this question: Was Jesus a peacemaker?
0: Yeah, yeah, I believe Jesus. All was. right,
1: I think everybody would automatically say yes to that. Give me, a, give me an example. Um, oh,
0: an awesome example is when like there's that that one dude, um, the guy who's uh, who's what's the word? He's got a demon in him. He's like. Being controlled by a demon. What's that word? You're possessed. He's He's possessed. possessed. He's possessed possessed by a demon. Man, I was blanking so hard just then. The guy, he's possessed by a demon, and uh, he's causing really terrible, uh, you know, fright and, and... in, in his community, in his town. And Jesus rocks up and and uh, that demon bows down to Jesus, like, oh, send me into the pigs. And like Jesus, the ultimate peacemaker, he doesn't even say anything. And, and everyone's just like, okay, we want to be peaceful around you, at least the, the spiritual entities that were there. And um, he sends the, uh, the the demon into the pigs and the pigs run off the cliff. And then that man becomes a follower of him. And, you know, peace is then found in that city because that, that guy, um, that guy was sort of, he uh, overcame his.
1: Okay, but that's that's struggle. sort of like that's peace on a uh, on a, on an individual level. Was mm. Jesus a peacemaker? Say, for instance, on an international level. On an international level, did he, did he bring peace between the Jews and the Romans, for instance? Oof, it doesn't
0: seem like it. I, I can't think in particular. I know there's a story of the Roman centurion where the Roman centurion, but then it's like that, that individual was just, level. That was a good guy. He was just the, he was just a really good dude. Yeah, but but it's an
1: interesting thing because Jesus is seen as being the ultimate peacemaker, but it's actually hard to find good examples of where Jesus sort of, because when we think of a peacemaker, we think of somebody who breaks up a fight. mm -hmm. Uh, We don't see that.
3: Mm.
0: Maybe Jesus is, in in terms of Roman Empire, Jesus' most peaceful thing he said was render unto Caesar what was Caesar's and render unto God what is God's. True. He's like, hey, pay your taxes, stay
1: peaceful. Peace, peaceable. All right, Second Corinthians chapter five, verse eighteen through twenty-one. Was Jesus a peacemaker? Did Jesus do anything to bring about peace to our, to to an individual, to a region, to uh, an empire, to the world, to the universe? <laughs> well, It says
0: this. It says, and all of this is a gift from God, who brought us back Himself through Christ, and God has given us this task of reconciling people to him for god was in christ reconciling the world to himself no longer counting people's sins against them and he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation so we are christ's ambassadors god is making his appeal through us we speak for christ when we plead come back to god we'll get back to that right after this song this is rob smith and Nikki criswell with across the streets
4: From the heart of the Father Comes the desire That all of the nations be saved From the lips of Messiah We have the promise Behold, I am with you always Across the streets we will go The people who have called this place their home Across the oceans we will fly, leaving worldly gain behind To hear the saviors praise away across the globe.
5: We will go We will go
4: We are filled with the spirit sent out to win that Jesus has risen and reigns. And no fearful and trembling, we go remembering the gospel is mighty to say. Across the streets, and we will go. Come, lift up your eyes The harvest fields are shining, shining The time has come, let us arise For heaven's judge is soon returning The time has come, lift up your eyes The harvest fields are shining Time has come, let us
3: arise, for heaven's judge is soon
5: returning.
4: Who have called this place their home? Across the oceans we will fly, leaving worldly gain behind to hear the Saviour's praise
1: awake across the globe. That was uh, Rob Smith and Niggy Chiswell with Across the Streets here on Faith FM. Have we got another uh, clue there, Lawson, for our quiz? This is actually a really famous person, and nobody's got it yet. Here we go. Here we go. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah. 1-800-324-843 one
0: 800 I feel like this clue is so easy that I should, like, spell it out and everyone should work it out from what I spell, but I shouldn't do that. I'm just going to say it. After I killed Goliath, I cut off his head using his sword. Who killed Goliath and cut off his head? Yeah. one eight hundred three two four eight four three.
1: The famous story of someone and Goliath. Someone. Who was that someone? Was it? Was it Lawson and Goliath?
0: No. Nah, well, that's heresy. <laughs> would, would not be Lawson and Goliath. <laughs> but we're continuing on with our Bible study. And I read through this passage just before the break, but I feel like I just need to read through it again
1: just so we get. Okay, ready. because there's some really good, what, what you've got here is basically Jesus as a peacemaker, not a... At the individual level. I mean, definitely at the individual level, but it's not specifically speaking about the individual level here. It's not focusing on that. Or the regional level, or the city level, or the empire level, or the global level. This is at the level of the universe. Mm.
0: Okay, go Let's for it. go through it again. It says, And all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him.
1: Okay, so you've got um, Jesus being depicted here or Jesus' ministry, his work on the cross, being pointed out that that was a work of peacemaking. Mm. It's a work of peacemaking because it brings our world in harmony with the rest of the universe. Mm. It provides for the salvation or the reconciliation of us as individual human beings here on this planet to be reconciled to Mm. God. Jesus' death on the cross was a peace mission. Yeah. It was a mission to bring peace uh, between the sinner and God. And some people say, oh, no, you can't actually say it like that because it makes it sound like God doesn't love us or God needed to uh, be convinced by Jesus Christ to love us. No, we're not talking about love. God's love is non-negotiable, and God's love applies to every single person on the planet. But God's love says that the wages of sin is death. Mm. And the reason that God's love says that wages of sin is death is because sin is a disease. Mm. And the only cure for that disease is to kill the carrier of the disease. That's the only thing you can do with it. Mm. And so sin is a disease. God wants to get rid of disease. The only way he has of getting rid of disease is to kill the carriers. And so he's like, I need to have another solution here. Okay, I can change the carriers. I can work a miracle in their life to remove that sin from them, and Satan comes along and says, no, you can't because you said that the wages of sin is death. And so Jesus comes along and says, fine, I will die. I will die in the place of the sinner. Mm. And this is what is so critical about the cross of Christ, and in doing so he has brought about peace between humans who are sinners and God who is righteous. Mm. And he has become the, the bridge, so to speak, to bridge that gap between the two. Mm. Okay, so when we look at it from that perspective, we find that Jesus definitely definitely is the ultimate peacemaker all right Isaiah chapter fifty two and verse seven while you're turning there, let me read this statement which comes from the Bible study. It says the heart that is in harmony with God is a partaker of the peace of heaven and will diffuse its blessed influence on all around mm. The spirit of peace will rest like dew upon hearts weary and troubled with worldly strife. Hashtag life goals. Oh, like yes, but no. Like- <laughs> hashtag uh, thoughts from the Mount of Blessings page twenty eight, but hashtag life goals right like there.
0: <laughs> like everything about that was good until you said hashtag life goals, but I still subscribe to what you said. Like I don't I don't I, I just, don't I just
1: I I just make Lawson cringe.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. See, uh- what, what, what? X-Gens aren't allowed to say that kind of stuff You're a millennial, Lyle Yeah, whatever <laughs> Alright, what do you want me to read, Isaiah 52? Verse 7 Verse 7, the Bible says How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of the messenger who brings good news The good news of peace and salvation, the news of the God of Israel reigns
1: Yes, have you ever been uh, told you have beautiful feet? Oh, yes, you actually,
0: have. yes You have Yep you seriously have? Yeah. I have never been told that. I have feet. been told before. I'm not doing anything, I'm going to disclose who it was because it will embarrass myself. <laughs>
1: it might have been my mum that I have good feet. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, and it's 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 an interesting metaphor that the Bible uses here, probably talking in uh, to a culture that we are not so familiar with today when it says, you know, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring the message of peace. Mm. And, of course, you know, back in the day, messages were carried by runners, Mm. And people really appreciated it when good news was brought by a runner. Mm. And you'd have the runners would come through, and they would have a message. And if it was a message of peace, that would be a time for great celebration, tremendous celebration. Mm. Okay, let's go to Matthew chapter five and verse twenty-one. Matthew chapter five, and we will read verse twenty-one. What does the Bible say about peacemaking over here in this passage this morning? Matthew Matthew 5, verse verse 21. 21.
0: You have heard that our ancestors were told, you must not murder. If you commit murder, you are subject to judgment. But I say, if you are even angry at someone, you are subject to judgment. If you call someone an idiot, you are in danger of being brought before the court. And if you curse someone, you are in danger
1: of the fires of hell. Strong language there, Lawson. Oh. <laughs> have you ever have you ever called somebody an, an idiot by any chance? I will confess that I have. I'm glad to hear that you're an honest person <laughs> this morning, Lawson. Because if you would have said no I'd be like, Yeah. You <laughs> would have called me out. You would have been you would have been in danger of the judgment for life.
0: Dude, yes.
1: As well as calling somebody an idiot. <laughs> Okay, so what's the Bible talking about right here? I mean, is this, is this uh, real life? Is this, is, is this reality? Is it practical? Why, why would Jesus even say these kinds of things? I think it's, it's important to note that, that
0: sin is a manifestation of the state of your heart. You know, your action is a manifestation of how, how you feel, like what you're thinking, your character. And he's making that point. It's like, hey, you gotta, like, you can go out and murder someone. But that is just the ultimate extent of you being angry at a brother, you cursing out a brother. you know you need to start there, you need to start in it of yourself and and start that work of of you know change there you need to recognize that you're a sinful person and, and you need help.
1: The strongest person is the person who has self control mm. and so often we see strength in anything but self control we see strength when people lose self control but there is nothing stronger than self control. Wow. And ego wars are one of the most dangerous things that we can ever be involved in. And so often, uh, and really, what's being spoken against here, what is jumping out to me, is uh, don't get involved in ego wars. Mm. Don't go calling somebody an idiot. Don't go calling somebody bad names. And how many times you know you can you can jump onto YouTube now because of you know CCTV footage everywhere, and you see people, particularly guys, getting involved in ego wars, and it's never ever a good outcome. It's never. Um, and often it's a lethal outcome. Mm. You know, somebody somebody is killed just because they have an ego. Mm. Your ego is not worth that much. Not worth dying for. Mm. You know, just uh, just make peace with the person. Just hey, look, sorry, no offence was intended. Really, really didn't mean it that way. Um, apologize and move on, and become a peacemaker. And don't start, you know, calling people idiots and all kinds of other names. This is Jason Gray, blessed be. You listen to Faith FM. Happy Hearts is a free community craft program for kids aged 1 to 5 designed to encourage growth and creativity through Bible stories. Join us each Tuesday during the school term from 9.30 till 11.00 a.m. at the Senior Citizens Hall, 401 Warburton Highway, Wondon North. For more information or to register, go to happyhandsart.com.au forward slash happyhearts. Or contact Patricia on 0425 854 516. That's 0425 854 516. Happy Hearts. Free fun for kids, and the mess stays with us.
6: (laughs) I came to church a beggar and found I have a Savior. Anna Beedon
0: Don't miss this once-in-a-lifetime event As two of our country's best Christian singer-songwriters Come together in concert October 12th, 6.30 at Maitland SDA Church Call 0413-122-348 Now to book your seat
1: Peter Watts, and I'm sure, like me, at some time, you have asked these questions. Does God exist? Is there anyone out there? And is God for real? As an atheist for years, my answer to those questions was no. But since then, I've had to reconsider the evidence. Evidence that points to a God of reason, science, love, and hope. I'm inviting you to discover these answers for yourself in my exciting new series entitled, Is God for Real? You can hear Peter Watts starting Saturday, October 19th, 7pm Erin A Room at Er Erin Affair that is Saturday October 19 7pm Erin A Room at Er Erin Affair
0: You're listening to
2: Faith FM Positively Different Radio healing there inside the skies, your loving arms they draw me near and your smile it brings me peace draw me closer oh my lord draw me closer lord to thee Set our eyes on you Devastate us With your presence Falling down And rushing river Draw us nearer Holy fountain Consume us With you And captivate us Lord Jesus with you Your voice is powerful and your words are radiant bright In your breath and shadow I will come close and abide whisper love and life divine and your fellowship is free draw me closer oh my Lord draw me closer Lord to thee and captivate us Lord Jesus set our eyes on you Devastate us with your presence falling down. And rushing river, draw us nearer. Holy fountain, consume us with you. (laughs) do <laughs> Holy fountain, consume us with you And captivate us, Lord Jesus, with you Captivate us, Lord Jesus, with you you.
1: Welcome back, guys. That was Watermark with Captivate Us. You listened to Faith FM. You nearly, you nearly beat me to the punch there. Yeah, Lawson. I
0: did the exact same. <laughs> we did it like at the same time, Break and minds, then you started speaking think alike first. Like, so who's, like, gonna, oh. who, who's
1: gonna, who's gonna say this one? Okay, Lawson. Uh, quick uh, clue for the quiz. Oh yeah, <laughs> bro. <laughs> okay, um, I am, Bale or Titus or David. Give us a call, (laughs) 1-800-324-843, and there'll be a prize coming your way. Lawson, what have you got for us in the the question of the day? This this is actually a really good one. I like this one. Okay. This Mm -hmm. question is,
0: salvation is by grace through faith, but if a believer has faith without genuine repentance, are they truly saved? Faith and repentance appeared to be two sides of one salvific coin. Does this mean repentance is also
1: required for salvation? Let me go to uh, Ephesians chapter 2, where we have the famous grace verse, and let's read what it says. <clears throat> Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8, the Bible says, For by grace, grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. Mm-hmm. Works here it, 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 it speaks to the things that we do. Mm hmm. Not the things that God does within us, and so the Bible says that we are saved by grace through faith. Mm-hmm. Now we know from that that God forgives us of our sins by grace. Mm-hmm. Okay, but we can we can draw a definition from grace from this verse here. The Bible says, "For you are sa- for by grace are you saved through faith." Therefore, we know that grace is the power by which God saves us. Mm-hmm. Correct. The question is, does God save us in our sins or from our sins? There's a difference. Which one is it? The answer is found in Matthew chapter 1. We can go to Matthew chapter 1. We're going to do a bit of a, a, a quick Bible study here. Matthew chapter 1. And we're going to go down to verse 21. She shall bring forth, Je- forth a son. You shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Mm. What is sin? Sin is the breaking of the law. Therefore, grace is the power of God to save us. Grace is the power, to God, power of God to save us from our sins. Grace is the power of God to save us from breaking the law. And that's exactly what it goes on to say in verse 10. For we are his workmanship. This is Ephesians chapter 2, the next verse. We are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for. for what? Good works. For good works. Uh, which God has before ordained that we should walk in them. And so a lot of people. Uh, when they look at grace, they see that grace ends with forgiveness. No, grace does not end with forgiveness because grace is transformative in your mm. life. It's going mm. to change your life, and it's going to make you into a different person. Works are the result of, good works are the result of grace in your life. If good works do not result from your conversion experience, then you have never experienced the saving power of God. And that's what it says in Romans chapter 1. Let me read it to you from Romans chapter 1. Romans chapter 1 and let's go to verse 5. The Bible says, by whom we have received grace for, notice this, obedience. The Bible says the purpose of grace is so that we can obey God. Repentance, where does repentance come into this? Okay, so we receive grace, that forgives us of our sins, and it then gives us power to become a new person, to become a follower of God, to become obedient to the law of God. That's the only way that that is possible. And when we go down to chapter Romans 2 and verse 4, it says, "...or despises, or do you despise the riches of his goodness and forbearance and long suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance?" Repentance is a gift that comes from God. It comes from God by his grace. If repentance does not exist in the person's life, then the person has not experienced grace at all. There's no grace involved if there is no, no repentance in the person's life. Repentance is a fruit of grace. We don't obey God. We don't do what is right to be saved. We do so because we are saved, and if we don't do so, we're never saved in the first place. It's really quite simple. Okay so grace is the power of God to save us. That's the answer both uh from Amen. past sins and uh from uh future temptations and grace is the power by which we get the gift of repentance. Mm, that is amazing. Oh, that's so good. I'm... Okay, if you'd like to send your questions through for question of the day, we've had uh we've been doing a whole list of questions by uh Darren lately which has been great. Keep them coming Darren. Um, but one uh, 800 is the number to call or text us on 491 with your question of the day. Alyssa Otto with Enjoy the Sunshine from her Blue Sky album here on Faith FM. What are we giving away today, Lawson? That's an interesting looking book. Yeah, is a hectic looking
0: book. Yeah. It's got like these concrete rocks on the cover. They're covered in red Kind of a grunge kind of look. Yeah, it's cool, but it's called Finding the Better Way. All right. This is by Gustavo Squarzon. I'm going to say that his now, name is pronounced Squarzon. And uh, the bluff says, it says, When Jesus found himself in the midst of the people, his very presence demanded change. Not everyone reacted alike. Some left angry, some left disappointed, some left leaping for joy. But none... Uh, wherever the same. And of course, uh, we've been talking about here, you know, how repentance, it does a changing work in your life. And that's grace, you know, that comes by grace. And it's the power of God working in your life to change who you are. And we're such big advocates for that, uh, as Christians because it's like, wow, God can make me something more than I am. He can make me more than the sins that I'm stuck in. And this book is called Finding a Better Way because it's about finding. About finding that very precise thing, it's about going in search for the grace of God that uh, is already in search of you, and and uh, and taking that on and and living that uh, a life of which the grace of God is a part of it. So, so yeah, if you want this book, give us a call one eight hundred three two four eight four three. You will be blessed to read this book, and uh, yeah, just continue to uh, continue to
1: live a life in which uh, which God has blessed you to live. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing, this, that, sharing that with us, Lawson. And don't forget that Lawson and I will be starting the Prophetic Code mm-hmm. uh, seminar tomorrow, tomorrow evening nine. at 6 o'clock. Uh, come along, there will be food between the presentations, and uh, you'll be able to meet the hosts from the Mate FM breakfast show and uh, enjoy studying through the Prophetic Code. So that will be at the Raymond Terrace Mission in the Newcastle, uh, Hunter, Fort uh, Stevens area. And we'd love to meet you there.
5: study all the philosophies Having all the PhDs You can sleep on a bed that may be comfortable Having dreams that never end You can travel around and say Everything's going my way But there's a longing in your heart That isn't filled